CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. Um, this is going to be a special tribute to the late David DeForest. Um, I'll be hosting uh, If You Got Ears today uh, from noon until two. Uh, David DeForest uh, was a singer-songwriter uh, who worked for many years in New York in the Lower East Side um, and moved to Oakland. Uh, and was killed um, in a street-level robbery um, in a very violent way. Um, and David was an old friend and also somebody I played music with um, and somebody who was a really beautiful person. Um, so this is an attempt to share some of his work uh, here on the radio, and I'm excited to do that. Um, his uh, uh, his work was never really released, um, although his work was quite well loved by many people that um, that are really um, celebrated. Um, there's a serious effort taking place right now to release his work. Excuse me. Um, but there are many recordings out there, so um, we'll start with this one, which is called uh, Plywood Door. This is David DePoris. This is If You Got Ears on CKUT 90.3 FM. I'm your host today, Stefan Christoph. It's not easy, yeah, I know that I sense it's like 
like that with you too And that's why I am Making faces crack you up before I leave, yeah Wave my arms around Just so you can see, yeah That I'll miss you when I'm gone, yeah I know that But it's not quite time, yeah So let's come back Let's enjoy, let's enjoy Make some memories to warm us when I go Yeah, 
take it all at once Bit by bit, please Bit by bit That way it lingers on the tongue Like a sweet dream Like a sweet A little sleep Is what I need It's what I
know the words, I know the chords, I know the melody so well. In this life, it's like a ghost song. In this life, it's like a ghost song. There's all these notes swirling round my head. I love you. KUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. Um, this is If You Got Ears. Today on the program, I'm playing a tribute to the late David DePoris, um, who was um, killed uh, last summer in, in Oakland. Uh, singer-songwriter, lived and worked in New York City for many years, um, but in the last few years lived in Oakland. Um, beautiful person, old friend. And I wanted to play some of his music today on the program. We just heard a piece called Ghost Song uh, by David DePoris, of course. And before that, Swan King in the Snow, uh, also by David. And we started with um, the, um, the piece uh, Plywood Door, which was recorded um, in, in California. So yeah, David DePoris um, was quite a prolific songwriter um, and um, also a perfectionist. He recorded many times but never released an album officially. Uh, despite that, a lot of people uh, knew his work, loved his work um, from New York, uh, but also beyond. Uh, shortly after he passed away, uh, a lot of artists... Um, wrote to um, commemorate uh, the influence David had on them and their work, including uh, Ahoni, uh, Regina Spector, Kimia Dawson, many others. Um, Ahoni wrote, um, I've listened to a recording of Swan King in the Snow, which we just heard. I've listened to a recording of his song, Swan King in the Snow, hundreds of times over the years. Um, a beautiful musician. And, um, yeah, many other, um, artists, um, are paying tribute to David and there's a serious effort to, um, um, to remember his work and to release his work. Uh, Kimia Dawson wrote, uh, now everything you ever were swirling in it all as always forever in peace, David DePoris. Thanks for the music. Um, so yeah, uh, David was killed in Oakland last, uh, year. Um, and so, um, 
I will share some stories about him in a moment, um, but and also some more music. But I wanted to play for you um, really uh, solid and good um, podcast uh, called Snap Judgment, um, Counted, an Oakland Story. Uh, check out that podcast. It's really important. It talks about the um, street-level violence in Oakland um, and some of the systemic issues that are leading to the violence um, in in Oakland. And most importantly, serious community efforts being undertaken to address the violence um, beyond, um, you know, uh, beyond the headlines, looking at what community activists and uh, artists are doing to address the, the violence on the streets of Oakland. Uh, Counted in Oakland story tells that story uh that's a project of snap judgment which is a you know really important uh podcast and media project uh in the u.s um on the podcast they tell david's story and i wanted to um to, to share that with you uh here on ckut uh, with the victim bleeding from the head i was in the jungles of sri lanka and i went there to look for leopards I got up at 6 in the morning, and I turned my phone on, and I saw that about every two or three minutes, there was a phone call coming in, either from my ex-wife or from my stepdaughter, and I knew there was something terribly wrong that had happened. This is Dave DePorce's father, Gene. And I called and said, what's going on? It was my ex-wife, and there was a long pause, and she said, Gene... Our son is dead. And that's how I learned about David. My son died at 40. Gene felt the same way as a lot of the other parents who we talked to. His son's murder upended the natural order of things. When children die before their parents, it's so sudden, nobody gets to say goodbye. Now Gene was looking back at his son's life, and trying to figure out who he really was. He literally, he, he sang before he talked. He would sing out music on his crib. Dave used to tell his parents that he was wired differently from most people. Well, I would turn to him, you know, you're 30 now. What are you going to do? You're 35. When are you going to get a corporate job? What about having money to be able to date? What about having a career? If he played a venue and he got paid, that was nice. If he played a venue and didn't get paid, that was nice. All of this was stuff that put me as a dad on tilt. I was terrified. When Gene got to Oakland two days after Dave died, he had no idea what to expect. He only knew that his son came to Oakland to make music. By the time I got to Oakland, I knew that he was sitting in a sidewalk cafe working on his music on his laptop, and someone grabbed the laptop, ran to a waiting getaway car, and my son ran after the car to try to get the laptop back because it had his music on it. It had all the things he was working on on it, and somehow 
was holding onto the guy in the car, and they drove for over 200 yards, banging him against other cars until he slipped out and was run over by their car and killed. It was the middle of the day, in the middle of the week, in a nice area of Oakland, and that's where my son was killed. When I arrived there, the first thing that happened, a phalanx of David's friends, none of whom I knew existed, befriended and took all of us over and put us up at their houses. I, I realized that my son had a much larger following than I had expected, and they were the people who started telling me all about David and all the things they knew about him. I feel that I've gotten a PhD in my son, which started not at base zero, but pretty darn close to it. Some of Dave's friends held a vigil in his honor. They also organized a peace walk with musicians, poets, and artists. This woman who lived on the street where he died, which was Rich Street, she comes up to me and gave me a big hello, and I hugged her. And after she left... There I was, and I looked at the memorial book that was there, and she wrote something in it. I heard your voice call out for help. I heard the SUV screech away. I heard the partly This woman saw my son run over and ran in the house and got a blanket and came out to join the policewoman and wrapped my son's feet in the blanket as he passed away. I saw your torn clothes and held your feet. I saw you on your back, looking up at the old tree in the sky. I learned that so much of what I thought I knew about my son was wrong. Parents, when they view their kids, they're always viewing them with an eye towards themselves. When I got to Oakland, I was so impressed with what I've seen with the people, what I've learned about the town. I'm, I'm proud of his humanity and how he was able to build his life around who he wanted to be as a human being. I am the proudest dad in the whole world right now.
never met anyone so desperate You could see it deep in their eyes Have you ever met anyone so desperate They would do anything to survive Have you ever met anyone so lonely You could see it in their eyes Have you ever met anyone so lonely
Beside the man pushing the shopping cart
some dog Let me throw you a ball Yes, I'm growing old And I can't throw so well But I hope that you don't mind my friend Oh, I know that you don't mind There's a tree on my block where the birds rest from flight when the sun goes down on them what a sight yeah goodbye to all of you my friends may you fly for many more miles you were born with an old man's face And I botched the equation I lost my arithmetic book And then I stood and I shook Until the all overtook Grandma, Grandpa Send you this love, yes, the song that you can take on your voyage wherever you wind up, my friends. Hope you have a wonderful time. Blow and blow and blow on more time on my face. My skin fill my lungs with one last breath. And with it all, I thank you, and I let go of this life. And with it all, God, I thank you. This gift, the song to say goodbye.
to breathe they do it all the time and that one likes to grieve I see it in their eyes and this one never healed and that one never hurt and this one wears a tie and that one wears a skirt and this one always leaks and it drives the neighbors mad and this one always beeps when the smoke comes off the fan and this one likes to sleep yeah they always stay inside and this one likes to speak a din of chatter in their mind And this one breaks away, all that's left is just a chain Just a chain, just a chain Aha, fire, 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 emancipation With which once you used to boast In the corner of your eye You catch your longest lock of hair It's twisted off the side And it feels like it could tear The pleasant trees are done Your shoelace is untied The tender body skin Stitched and stitched along the sides In the corners of your eyes All that's left is just a chain Just a chain, just a chain Aha,
much and then I was seen I was not But someday maybe You are tuned in to If You Got Ears on CKUT 90.3 FM. It's just about one o'clock. This broadcast is a tribute to the late David DePoris, who was a singer-songwriter based in New York for most of his life. Uh, In the last few years, lived in Oakland, um, but was tragically uh, killed uh, in a street-level robbery. and um, there's been a lot of efforts underway to remember uh, David's work. Um, had hundreds and hundreds of songs recorded. Um, and uh, his family and some fellow musicians are working on um, a release of his work that will be out, I believe, within this year. Um, you can visit um, his website. I believe it's daviddeporis.com. Uh, and... Uh, find it on all the social media platforms to uh, just David DePoris. Um I want to go over the songs that we heard. We heard his piece Be Strong just now. Before that, called Emancipation. Before that, a piece called We Are Like Wolves. And then before that, All Night. Um, I played at the beginning of that set as a segment from a program from the Snap Judgment um, podcast media initiative they did a project called Counted, an Oakland Story, which was an effort to uh, tell the stories of people killed uh, in Oakland, um, street-level uh, killings, um, also, of course, people killed by police. Um, and uh, David's story was included on that uh, podcast, um, Counted, an Oakland Story. Uh, you can find that initiative through Snap Judgment. Um, we hear David's father speaking in that piece and also a woman uh, who was at the scene of his killing. Um, so, yeah, I, I wanted to play his songs uh, today on the program. Uh, most of my memories of David are in the Lower East Side of New York. Uh, he lived for years on Bowery Street um, and played often at different venues around the, the, the Lower East Side, Sidewalk Cafe, uh, Tonic, ABC No Rio, uh, many other places, um, playing with lots of different musicians and artists. Uh, he cl- collaborated a lot with Diane Cluck. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, play her work later in the broadcast. Um, and my memories uh, of David are from that area of New York, but also generally of New York City. Um, a few striking ones are a march that happened, a big demonstration that happened in January 2002. Um, I was still a teenager, uh, but there was a huge mobilization that took place um, against the World Economic Forum. Uh, that's that elite meeting that happens every year in Davos in Switzerland. That year it actually took place in New York um, after 9-11, and it was like this... Uh, event uh, that they'd moved because of 9-11, September 11th. Um, And there was a big demonstration because a lot of politicians and um, uh, business leaders that were at the World Economic Forum were people who were involved in the ramp-up to the pending U.S. invasion of Iraq. 
um, of course, people from the U.S. government. It was the George W. Bush administration at the time, but also of arms companies that uh, really do make a killing off of uh, U.S. military interventions around the world. Um, so the demonstration was really a New York demonstration against against war. And it was led by families and people impacted by the events of September 11th. And there was tens of thousands of people at that demonstration. Uh, like, I couldn't see the end in any direction. I marched with David at that protest. His family's from New York. Um, and it was a winter day. It was January. It wasn't that cold, though. It was sunny. And the thing I appreciated about being with David at the demo, at the protest, was um, he was somebody who had a very strong presence, but didn't necessarily have to talk all the time. He was just there. He was present. He was uh, a force, but um, a meaningful force without having to to be sort of in your face about it he he was just there in a solid way in a meaningful way and in a beautiful way um i really appreciated that about him that he could sort of carry and hold space in this sort of soft and meaningful way and you know there was a lot of energy at that protest i remember uh marching around parts of manhattan um it was a sunny day uh, late afternoon sort of had that beautiful light uh, in the winter so uh, I believe that was probably about like 4 5 5 30 p.m. because you know it was it was still it was you know shorter days at that time of year and I remember the way the sun was shining and marching with David and and I appreciated walking with him because it it brought a certain sense of calm to me um, and a sense of beauty to this very important demonstration that was very intense and, and very real, and very important um, because of circumstances, but also a part of the human experience and a human story that tens of thousands of people were living at that moment together on the streets, but also something they would remember. Um, and I remember marching with, with David um, and also found it really interesting that he was very much there to support the protests and to stand against what would become the U.S. invasion of Iraq in the following year, in 2003. Um, demonstrations were happening in New York all that year leading up to the U.S. invasion, and I think that's important to remember. There was so many thousands of people protesting. Um, and I, I appreciated being at that action with David because he um, was there for the right reasons. I felt like he was a New Yorker. He uh, truly was for peace, not in a superficial way, but out of love. And uh, he really wanted to be there for the right reasons and in, in a way where... Um, his presence was was based on on being a new yorker but also really having a feeling of solidarity with people around the world i should note that david's mother was born in baghdad uh she's from iraq um she was um her and her family had to leave uh in the early 1950s um they were refugees um first they went to israel but they really um didn't stay very long in israel um and then went to Brazil, 
uh, U.S. authorities wouldn't let them to New York. Um, uh, and at, at first, um, remember, of course, at the time, you know, even Canada had the none is too many policy in regards to Jewish refugees. Um, there was, you know, discrimination uh, against uh, Jewish asylum seekers at the time. So David's mother first went to Brazil and then eventually made her way to New York. So David's connection with Iraq was personal and cultural also. Um, so knowing that also at the time, I actually didn't know that, but I learned that years later, um, that makes that memory even more important because the protest was against the U.S. invasion of Iraq and what would become such a disaster for the homeland of his mother. So those are um, a few memories of, of David that I wanted to share. Um, really um, beautiful artist and uh, uh, important um, important uh, person um, for me and, and many, many others. Uh, I'm going to play this piece um, called Mastodon. Uh, I remember this piece because I actually played it with David. Um, I played a, a homemade cello, actually. Um, uh, David w lived with this um, really awesome and crazy, in a good way, uh, family on Bowery Street. Uh, th the father was uh, an artist that went by the name of Skip Laplante, and he made instruments from scrap, from garbage. He made these giant xylophones, xylophones out of tubing, metal tubing. Um, would sort of make these cello type of instruments. It was a huge loft, a beautiful loft, and he sort of had this room in the corner there. Um, and I got to try some of the different instruments, and we played together this piece, Mastodon, at Tonic Club in New York. Uh, I was on North Folk Street. Um, and I played one of these instruments that, that the family he lived with had at the space. Um, the benefit we played, it was a benefit show, was for uh, a, an effort that was taking place at the time, which was called New York City Network Against War and Racism. I believe it was something close to that. It was a group of activists that had formed an initiative to protest against war and, and racism in New York. Of course, at the time, there was serious um, moves by the George W. Bush administration to enact policies like special registration, which was the forced registration of um, non-citizens, including people with uh, official status in the United States from different countries, mainly Muslim majority countries, you know, Iraq, Pakistan, Iran, Syria, many others. Um, of course, this should remind us of current policy that's taking place under the Trump administration. But at the time in New York, there was serious demonstrations taking place against this policy post 9-11. Um, and this was a benefit show to support one of the activist groups that uh, was leading this um, protest initiative, uh, one, of, one of the groups joining and, and pushing that forward. Um, yeah, so it was a benefit show, and also pianist Matthew Shipp played, a uh, great jazz pianist, and a group called Loudmouth Collective, which was sort of a performance art poetry group. Um, and uh, they, uh, yeah, they... Um, 
some of them went on to do great things, uh, publishing houses and amazing stuff. Um, so this is the piece that we played together at the show, uh, David DePoris Mastodon.
stays so sweet like chalk and so sweet so fantastic and I'm so
spirit comes back She lay me out flat She pinned my tail down Pulled a wishbone wide She reamed my head out Her dirt rained dark down Can't even
Locked in the basement of an arcade Jesus locked in the basement of an arcade Jesus locked in the basement of an arcade Oh, the games The children play And I don't pretend to love you I don't pretend to love you, I just do And I don't pretend to love you, I just do Still it's slightly scary when there's nothing there to hold on to So I try to be a lifeboat Kids these days wear spots and shades. I ask mom what's for dinner. She says you, she says it so plainly. She might not be joking. Dear mom's never been one to kid, so I go violent dancing. When I need to get off the grid, I go violent dancing. Through the world's wet off my shoulders, I go violent and sin. Through the world's wet off my shoulders, I go violent and sin. The clouds are spread painted shot, and it's not allowed. Clouds are spray painted shot and it's not allowed. Clouds are spray painted shot and it's not allowed. After years of war, the sky corkscrewed. I ground if I only had a skateboard. I could sell it up, but stop for free. I would make myself an army. But this cut 
she's not that gentle And we'll spot too much gasoline Astronomers are dying It's time to set priorities out Better for the children But we'll give the food to eat I protest where we're going But who's got the chords and who's got the beat to compete in this market? Pick inside the serious home, cause when I go violent inside, I prefer to not go alone. Seems to snap right back. There's better ways to spend my time. There's penguins in this crocodile. You build a satellite, you ride And it's hard luck 
tuned into CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. This is If You Got Ears. Um, and uh, today on the broadcast, we'll be with you until 2 p.m. is a special uh, broadcast looking at the music and the life of the late David DePoris, uh, who was a singer-songwriter for many years based in New York City um, and died last year in Oakland. Um I shared a bit about David and his work um, uh, throughout this broadcast. Um, I'd really encourage you to check out the initiative that some of his fellow musicians are leading with the support of his family uh, to release and to remember his work. Um, you can find it online, uh, daviddeporis.com. Um, yeah, a few more things to share about David. Um, 
um, I shared with you a bit earlier in the broadcast some memories of marching together uh, in New York against war and racism. Um, another memory I have of David was um, hearing his songs actually for the first time were were they were presented uh, in this sort of small concert that took place on a rooftop. It was a show on the Bowery Street um, on the roof of the building where he lived and it was sort of a, a small word of mouth gathering um, and like friends basically and a few others listened to him sing on the roof um, and I remember it very well because it was in the summer of 2001 and uh, the Twin Towers were in the background um, I'd been in New York um, doing some street level pro postering actually uh, for the uh, Anarchist Book Fair uh, here in Montreal I went down to put up some big silkscreen posters on the street in the Lower East Side of New York. And um, actually, that's how I met David, was I ran into a f musician friend uh, of mine uh, on the street in New York. Uh, it was the drummer, um, Aiden, from uh, Godspeed, You Black Emperor. I ran into him, and he was going to a cafe and uh, was meeting David. And... Um, that's how I met him, and uh, David was super generous with me. We ended up staying in touch, and eventually, um, I don't remember exactly the chain of events, but I ended up on his roof, of, or the roof of the building where he lived, and he was playing his music. It was really beautiful. Um, and, you know, the thing I would say about David was that he was very generous, uh, very kind, um, those are stereotypical things to say, I guess, in a sense, but I would truly say that they're accurate and real in, in David's uh, memory. Um, he was very generous, uh, very giving. Um, I mentioned to you the benefit concerts that we played together, um, but also, um, you know, um, generous in spirit. I, I remember a few times having meals with him uh, breakfasts um at little diners in, in in manhattan um early in the morning um you know old school like polish ukrainian diners in in the lower east side uh not the whole you know fancy brunch thing but you know like greasy spoons um you know and at a few of those times i remember having i was having some challenges in my life and I felt like he was somebody I could talk to and he was very generous emotionally and uh, you can hear that in his music. I feel like he, he really um, put himself out there for the people in his life and um, through his, his songs. Um, in the last set, I wanted to share what we, what we heard. We just heard um, the Frigidaire's Anthem um, by David DePores, then before that, Violent Dancing, before that, uh, At the End of the Tunnel. And then we heard a piece uh, by a close friend of David's and also uh, somebody who released some work with him and sang with him named Diane Cluck. Uh, the piece was called Sarah. Uh, I played that piece by Diane because... Um, she was very close to David, and some people might know her work. Uh, she's performed here in Montreal at the Swanee Perry Popolo Festival. Um, 
we before that heard a piece called Rainbows, and before that uh, Mastodon. Um, I wanted to also mention that David performed in Montreal um, not long after the um, Casa del Popolo opened. I remember working on that show. He performed in the uh, room when there was no stage room. It was just the the cafe. Uh, the sorry, the stage in the back of the cafe. It's beautiful show. It was in winter. Uh, I remember he sang the piece "Swan King in the Snow." Um, beautiful track um so yeah i wanted to share that memory too um and uh yeah uh david deporis um we'll hear another few pieces by him here on if you got ears on ckut 90.3 fm i'm your host today stefan christoph Oh, 
Should I start over or take it from where I stop? Yeah, start over. Start over? Yeah. Runs on the rise and it's down today. Back by murder scene after murder scene. People are desperate on these streets right now. The hipsters are oblivious. It's class warfare in America. The stage is set the dice cast. There's a dark history underneath. There's a fault line and sometimes it speaks. It's an earthquake, earthquake, earthquake. Ooh, ooh. It's an earthquake. Thank you. 
There's so much pressure on this valve. Sometimes it feels like it's gonna explode. Maybe it already has, who knows? America's beautiful too. And the stand is strong and true. So please stop it. So you could be so much better if we all work together. We could be so much brighter. You've been listening to If You Got Ears on CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, today has been a special broadcast to remember the work of the late David DePoris. Um, David was a singer-songwriter um, who lived and worked for most of his life in New York. Um, but uh, David uh, passed away last year in Oakland and uh, actually was killed um, I wanted to remember some of 
David's work and his songs. Um, he's a very generous, beautiful person. A lot of efforts are underway to remember uh, what David contributed uh, musically to the world, but also for his um, uh, work um, to foster community and justice. Um, I uh, shared some stories uh, about David um, over the last couple of hours, um, and uh, I'd really encourage you to learn more about him and his life. Uh, some serious efforts are underway to release his work, um, DavidDeporis.com. Uh, and um, yeah, I think you can find mostly, um, you can find a lot of uh, David's work there and uh, learn about the different initiatives um, taking place to remember him. Um, David was always a really solid and good friend to me. Um, so I wanted to play his work. Um, so thanks for listening. I've been your guest host today on If You Got Ears on CKUT 90.3 FM. Uh, do stay tuned. Uh, up next is an awesome show, The Groundbreakers. Say you can only write about what you Make some memories to almost win the girl. 